Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recording started.
Oh, yeah, they're yeah. corrupt. Those guys are corrupt. Yeah. He is fed up. I mean, he is definitely fed up. And I know, and I know the, the, I know the governor of New Orleans of, of um, Louisiana. Jindal. I know he is totally fed up. I know the governor of Louisiana is fed up. The mayor of, um, the mayor of, um, um, of. Yeah, I can't say it either. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the we mayor, know what the names are. The, the mayor of New, New Orleans. I know he's fed up. The people who live on along the coast of the waters, they're fed up. And you can't um, remember, you know, it's going to be Texas, it's going to be Florida, it's going to be Georgia, or, if, you know, whatever, exactly. all the, the coastal cities are going to be wiped out because, you know, you got to do something and start burning this thing. You know, it, you know what's a little few, you know, what's a little, you know, a, industrialism, bring it back there just to get rid of that. You know, you got to do what it takes, you know? You know, they're doing the vacuum thing with the boats, but you can't build those quick enough, you know, you know? So you got to control that burn and figure out how you can plug the hole. But don't please, please tell them not to drill any more holes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we now. need oil, you know. There, you I need it. Coast to Coast, Coast to Coast AM. You ever listen to Coast to Coast AM, Minister Ken? Um, George Norris, Art Bell? Sometimes. If, if I'm up. And if, if if I'm up, I, I listen to it. I, I I sometimes I used to listen to it some some time to time, but not a lot. And they they talk about a lot of weird stuff on there on that yeah, show. Yeah, they, they had this guy who was a who was a preacher. He was the uh, the company's uh, chaplain up there in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he was the head preacher, head chaplain. And because of that, he had access to all the bigwigs because he was their chaplain too. And he, mm. sat, he sat in on a lot of meetings, and he said that in one meeting found the biggest oil, oil field ever uh, discovered by man, but they wanted to put a lid on it because uh, they wanted to wait until the prices went up, and that was in 1974. Mm. <laughs> Here they are drilling in the ocean and keeping a lid on the greatest oil supply ever in Alaska, which, you know, they can get out of the ground in Alaska without too much, you know, problem. In the state of California, you know, in our country, we have one of the biggest oil deposits on land, you know, that in, uh, all these people are like, oh, you're going to drill there, you know, you're going to do preserve nature. And I'm, I'm, I kind of look at it and I go, well, you know, most of these companies invest into that. I mean, they're not as, I don't believe that they're all corrupt, you know. I, I don't, I could say... A majority of them are, but no, I don't. I think you know, you know. Let's, yeah, well, do it. Chaplin, he wasn't corrupt. He worked for the yeah. company. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one good guy there, you know. I don't know. Yeah. But he's probably a guy driving forklift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, money corrupts. Money corrupts. You know, it's not about money. You know, it's about power. These guys, yeah. they got the money. Now they want power. You know. Yeah. And that's the right. evil about BP. That's why BP is evil. Well, I don't consider it all evil. I don't think the workers are evil. I don't think, you know, this incompetent guy that's running it now, you know, who did say that stupid statement, oh, I just want to go home, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, and he's just another pawn of whoever is behind it. Yeah, so, you know, and, you know, the president should have acted the first day. You know, I agree with that. I, I think, 
he should. There was lots of opportunities that he had, and he should have did what he, he did, but he didn't do it. But I bet the guy was overwhelmed. You know, what, what can you really do? You know, can't send the president down there in a you know submarine to you know to plug the hole. So. <laughs> Yeah, you can't really blame Obama because, um, you know, what, is he, what does he know about, you know, cleaning up an oil spill? Exactly. He's got to rely on BP, right? Well, he's going to rely upon, you know, we have the resources. We just got to open up. I mean, the crazy thing is they didn't get, they should have had the booms there. You know, we should have had a whole bunch of that stuff, the booms, so we could, you know, detain it around that whole area. And uh, there's some things that, but, you know, like I said, it's just not, it's not, it was not. It would have costed money. It would have costed money. BP yeah. didn't want to spend money. Well, no, that's the evil. That is the evil. Well, they going to spend, spend money now anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're spending their money. So I don't think it would just be, it's not all BP's fault. I mean, an accident happened. It was an accident because of regulation. And regulation happened, and now... See the blame goes to BP, but you got to remember it was a government re- regulation. That's true. It was a government. It caused, you know, it didn't cause the spill itself, but they're part of the problem. It's because yeah, of big government, that big government. That's the problem. The government the already problems. knew in the seventies, the sixties, even before that, if you drill out in deeper waters, and this is this was a big, huge, loud and clear loudspeaker for so many years. If you drill in deeper waters. This is, you know, you can't be, you won't be able to plug the hole. Because, you know, we got professional divers that could probably, I'm not sure, I'm probably speaking out my, I'm only speculating, okay, so let everybody know that they had ways to do it in shallow water where they could, they could resolve this problem and, and it resolve it quickly. But, like I said, you got, you got a mile down, you know, where no diver or no submarine can go because, uh, the submarine would be clogged with all the stuff. You know, there's just no way to plug the hole. And so you got to say now it is BP is trying to do whatever they can, and, and the government should have did whatever they can. Sir, I had said they're both to blame. It's because you got the EPA that did the regulation, and then you got the accident that happened and killed 11 people who are not really talked about as much. And, uh, you know, they're going after BP, but you got to remember it was an accident that happened. It's not really a criminal thing that happened. It was an accident. It was an yeah, I have to go along with Rick. Rick, Rick, you know, yeah. Rick's really wise, you know, in this in this situation. I'm going to agree with Rick. Well, I yeah. kind of dis- well, uh, I, I kind of disagree with him because it's it's BP's fault. They should have done something. They should have done something better than they did. They should have They should have done a better job of doing that. In order, especially in order to not cause such a big accident like they did, it's it's, it's like the old saying goes. It's like when when you it's like like when your mother took when you you make a spill in your mother's house when you're on the floor, you have to clean it up. This is how I feel about it. It's, it's, it's their spill; they should clean it up. If they lose money, tough. Yeah, oh, no, I, 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 I can say. I can know. I, I agree with that part. I, I'm not really yeah. talking, not saying that they should not. That yeah, it, it should be BP and Transatlantic, who's the ones that own the towers anyway. You know, the, the oil rigs anyway. You know, their so, fault. They should clean it. They should clean it up. And I, yeah, it was an accident, but it was also like I said. It, I also yeah, you got to agree with the regulation uh, that we shouldn't be drilling out there in the first place. That's what we should be drilling it. 
Regulation, circulation, whatever it needs, whatever it, it, it's their fault. They should, they should have known when, how deep to go. They should know how far to go. That's that's the bottom line. And they shouldn't, and then, and then this won't, then, then this won't be such a big eyesore, and, and then a Valdez problem like this, like. It won't be such a big yeah, Valdez it was, it, problem. It was also the government that allowed them to drill in that, that off the coastal waters, too. So that's where they played Let's, look at, let's look at the positive, though, about this. I mean, maybe they will change the they do things now. I mean, because this has really hit them in the pocket. Oh, if it hits in the pocket, tough. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe, maybe and uh, maybe it won't happen again. I'll agree with Minister Ken. You know what? It shouldn't come out of the taxpayer's pocket, though. No, it shouldn't come Heck out of no. our pocket. They well, it you know how much be. money I spend every week in gas? Yeah, oh. it should not come out. Not one dime should the taxpayer have to pay. Now, we should, now what, they should, what they should do is boycott BP. Don't buy any of the gas, any of the products, none of that, and see and, and just see how far the BP and just see how quickly they they can clean it up. We, we just see just see how quick they clean it up. I guarantee you. And then maybe they don't. And every time that commercial come on, that that sickness, I get sick, so sick and tired of that commercial. I'm sick oh, of hearing yeah. that commercial. Every time it comes on, I turn the volume down, and I don't even look at the TV. I wait. Yeah, I, I agree over. there too. I agree there. What do you? That is, it's not common sense. Why are you spending more money? On commercials, when you should be taking that money and and, and doing it for the cleanup, you know. Exactly. The president even said himself, instead yeah. of making a uh, a million dollar commercial campaign, the nickel and diming people. That's just common sense, right there. He, I, I agree with the president. I mean, I, I agree with him on that because he he the president was right on he was right on point when he said that, and we when I saw that commercial, I'm going, oh, this is the commercial the president was talking about. I said, oh. oh. Yeah, it's like Geico. <clears throat> it's like Geico. Have you ever gone to Geico and, and taken 15 minutes? Oh, my God, they're, they're so expensive. It's because they're doing them commercials 24-7. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hang on, guys. We're, going, we're coming to the bottom of the hour. This is Nation Talk. <laughs>
Like most universities, the University of California Hastings College of Law recognizes certain student organizations, including, until recently, the Christian Legal Society. The presenting issue is homosexuality, arising from the assertion by CLS leaders of the National Policy Organization, which states that, quote, unrepentant participation in and advocacy of a sexually immoral lifestyle is inconsistent with an affirmation of the statement of faith, end quote. Back in December, the Supreme Court agreed to take the case after the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against the legal society. Obviously, much is writing on this case. All eyes will be on the U.S. Supreme Court as the Christian Legal Society's appeal is heard. I'm Albert Bowman. This townhall.com commentary is brought to you by the Salem Radio Network. piece of music is played with only two instruments, a right hand and a left hand. Hands can do incredible things, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life with hands-only CPR. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. Hands-only CPR is recommended by the American Heart Association, and it's incredibly easy and effective. Find out more about this latest method of CPR at handsonlycpr.org. The power to help save a life is in your hands. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Listen to The Lighthouse on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Nation Talk right here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. Nation Talk is now on com. You can talk about all your issues that we talk about here on Nation Talk. Go to http www.solarhead.com backslash united states backslash nation dash talk dash group dash one nine eight five one Backslash. That Nation Talk is now on SodaHead.com. So check us out. Subscribe today. That's Robert put on the comfort. Come on. What? 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 So, Minister yeah. Ken, Ironshow.com. Can I ask you a question, Minister Ken? Sure. What's up? Mexico 
had a same, similar deep water spill, exactly the same way where they couldn't plug a hole for 14 months. So it lasted from 1979 to, I, they say, 1979 to almost 1981. And Whoa. there's a, uh, it's a similar thing that happened in 1971 from Panmex, and Mexico did not know how they were going to plug theirs either. So now we have something to kind of that they're not even talking about. I don't know the full details yet because i got to look it up. Um, but uh, if anybody knows this and they can write this, if you know about this, this is something that I, I was like, what? They had one in 1979 called, the company was called Pammex. And like I said, they were, and it spilled just as bad on the Mexican, in the Mexican Gulf. So uh, this is like another thing that has happened. So this is not the worst disaster in Gulf history. This is the second. You know, it's number two. <laughs> I think I so. heard something like that. I'm not exactly sure. I think I heard something like that. But if they, if that still happened in Mexico, yeah, that should. It, it, oh, here it comes. If if that spill, if that spill was in Mexico, they should have faster workers to clean it up. Yeah. So we have a whole bunch of things that we can add to. You know, what they did, they said they don't know how they did it. He doesn't know how he did it yet, but it was, did, did it say there? Do you have it? Mm, I, 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 I haven't. I, I haven't I, I've heard about it, but I haven't looked it up. But I, I Technology heard, was more primitive then. I, I've heard about that. I, I heard it wasn't spilled, like, earlier than that. I, I think it was talking about it on the news, um, oh, when they first talked about the spill, when they first talked about the spill, they talked they compared this to the, the end of, of course, the one, the Valdez. The Valdez. Oh, and then, yeah, that they talked about that one a lot. That one I remember. That one I remember very much. Yeah, all those birds, they were white paper towels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a, I found it. I found it. The facts.com, 79 Gulf oil spill leaves sobering. Lessons for BP, so they have been talking about it, but not really on the mainstream media. But uh, they have a couple of things I looked up. I googled it, and uh, they have toll and gold oil spill. Uh, this from now, but the 1979. They have one that says the 1979 one, which is I don't know. I yeah, it's it's, it's the facts.com. Um, it's called the facts.coms in Texas, so they already have a report on it. After oil stock rushing, crude was no longer washing up on beaches. Funding for research largely dried up, and the oil industry missed an opportunity to study the disaster and apply what it learned to future offshore and drilling endeavors, said Larry McKinney, the director of Hart Institute. So you can look at Hart Research Institute, probably find it there. The Gulf of Mexico studies at Texas A&M University. So they said they didn't really learn anything yet from that. So... I just wonder. I just wonder how big a deal it really is. I mean, compared to volcanoes and um, compared to the Day of the Lord, the great and terrible Day of the Lord, when every mountain is moved from its place and uh, every island is moved from its place, and the stars scroll across the sky. Polar shift, Yeah, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's getting really, really. Really dark now. Nowadays, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Especially I think so too. You know, me and Rick, we argue about that kind of stuff. But 
I really do think we're really approaching the end times. Oh yeah, these definitely. end times. Oh yeah, most definitely. Now, speaking of weird stories, I don't know this. I don't know if you got the story or not on on your side of the world, but it happened here. It was an 18 year old, and this is one of the, this is one story that's as it's it's folding as it as it comes as it's unfolding as we speak. An 18 year old. And his Clifford Grip, um, Grevenberg was tased by the Tybee Island Police. Uh, the Tybee Island Police tased him. This happened uh, about a week ago. During, uh, he was tased twice about 10.30 p.m., May 21st. This happened like a month ago by Tybee, by Tybee Police outside the Rock House bar at at Butler Avenue and Tabrisa Street. He fell to the pavement, suffering a broken tooth and scrapes on his face and knees. That is what the deal was. They thought that he was they thought he was agitating, but he was actually autistic. And the police tased him. And because of his size, because he's because of his height and size, they tased the little they tased my man. And now the Tybee police chief, as we speak, is on suspension. He is now being suspended. He and also some officers are being suspended right now because of this, because of this incident. Just because they probably did it for fun. You know, sometimes they, you know, they want to, you know, get some kicks and feel some power. And, uh, you know, who knows? They could have been doing it for fun. Let's go tase somebody. Let's go tase a retard. <laughs> well, actually, this, you know, well, actually, the kid, the kid wasn't, he, what, what was, he was waiting outside. He was waiting outside of the, of the, of the place. And he, he, but he got up, and they thought they thought he was they thought he was drunk or something, but he was actually autistic. But they they told him to move back, move back. So they tased him. He fell to the ground, broke his tooth, scraped you know, and, and broke you know like that. And he and the people, uh, his parents say he's just a sweet, gentle guy. He's very, he's very tall for his age. He's very, very tall for his age. I think he's like, he's like over six feet. And I guess he was intimidated because of his height. And because, because he seemed like he was disoriented, um, and because of his height, they was, they, I guess he was intimidated because of his height, and they didn't know how to handle a, a person who was autistic. So... They wanted to use that taser. They wanted right. to see somebody, somebody fry. You know, I, I gotta admit to you, Minister Ken, I have a secret sinful desire to tase my co-host, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But I'm trying to illustrate a point. Is you know, these sometimes these cops get together 
They just want to do that for fun. They didn't have to tase him. They wanted to tase him. Was he, like, you know? just talking? he was, like, talking to himself or, like, you know, was he, you know, he's autistic, by the way, you know. And right. Was, I don't well, know. You can tell I, when somebody's autistic. Well, he, well, I mean, well, come on. Well, did they, okay, they said they didn't know he was autistic. Then they, 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 they tased him once. And they told him, no, 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 they, 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 they wanted to tell him, they wanted to tell him, they wanted to tell him, no, 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 he's not, he's, he's not harming anybody, he's autistic, he's autistic, and they, they tell him, he's all of that, he broke his heart, he, 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 um, um, I know he was hurt mentally. He was hurt mentally. I, yeah, mentally. That's a terrible thing to happen. Yeah, and now, now the police, now, now the police chief is now under suspension. He's, he's, not, he's not fired. He's suspended, along with other police officers who were also involved in, in, in this. So at the moment right now, he's <laughs> Kid is okay. Uh, he's just he's the kid's okay. He, he, I know he's a little shook up and stuff, but you know he's. But the my thing is they shouldn't they shouldn't they, they shouldn't taste them like that. It's a big thing here in Savannah because it, it's a real big thing now. It, now it's, it's a real big thing. There's a lawsuit. There's a lawsuit now. They're suing the police department for this. Um, they, they they are suing the police department for this incident, and I it's 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 something that it's 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 a it's, it's, it's something that is very unfortunate. Uh, it's, it's very very unfortunate that this happened, and I'm rooting for the kids because I hope he I, I just hope that they will do every penny they got, and if and now if they now. If they t- if they tase someone who's autistic, just think if they tase someone who's just like myself. Okay, for example, I'm just standing outside. I'm not doing anything, and and I get tased. Okay, you're black. Right, I, I'm black. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, and, and I get tased for no reason. Get uh, tased by being black, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's been a long time, probably. Yeah, let, let's, you know, let's go down. I listen to, I listen to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, let's go down. Let's, let's, now, let's take it all down and, and take the circumstances of the situation. Um, first of all, you know, most officers of the laws, you know, most of them, they're, they're really good, they're really trained, and they're not really out to get, I don't, I, I don't know what other parts of the country, if it's different in the South. Well, it, it probably is. I, I don't know because I don't live in the South, so I'm not speaking in that perspective. But you know, I live in San Diego, California, and we're the 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 six one nine, six one nine. Yeah, six one nine. But <laughs> we're the city with the most shootings by police officers, or weird oh, yeah. shootings. Question really? shootings. Oh yeah, yeah we're scary. The San Diego, San Diego police. Yeah, San Diego police has the reputation for. Uh, um, you know, the most shootings, the weirdest shootings. Like, for instance, uh, a crazy a guy was out of his mind 
homeless mm. guy went after a cop with a branch, and the cop shot him. Okay. A branch? Like a, a branch off a tree? Yeah, and he was swinging around, but he wasn't swing. He was swinging around to keep the cops away from him. And then the guy pulled out his gun, and, and it was a justified shooting. All right. Now, I understand. I I, don't, I disagree with that. That officer, you know, shouldn't have shot the guy with a tree branch. I don't Especially think, if know, it was an olive branch. That'd be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I don't know. Like how? Like I said, you got to you got to calculate how many actually wrongful tasings. You know that are really you know the taser is for you know people that are you can't really judge. I my older brother is mentally disabled. My older brother and uh, okay. he talks. He talks yeah, Rick himself. had to take care of him his whole life. Yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm really looking at the situation. I know how my brother gets. Now to talk on, you know, I know how he gets. Uh, he he can get mad, or he can when he gets kind of scared, uh, and he's in out in public. He you know, he talks to himself, and he, and, and, and he kind of, you know, he sometimes he gets a little bit scared. He doesn't look scary, believe it, believe it or not. But I remember when kids, he would, he was doing things, and he's got stopped by the police, you know, a couple of times. Uh, right now, you know, now we got him on the proper medication because he's missing that chemical in his brain. He doesn't do okay. that anymore, hardly. Okay. But okay. now you got to think. Now, I'm not defending any officer. If, if he did, I don't know the situation because I, I haven't really read the story and I haven't seen it all. So I'm not going to, like I said, but I do think that now that they found out that this kid, you know, was, you know, oh, they made a mistake, they're going to pay the bills. And uh, whatever the bills is, it, it, they're going to settle out of court anyway. That's the way cities do things. We all know it. And uh, at least I hope that the, the boy gets compensated now that they figured out that they made a mistake. And, you know, the officers, yeah, uh, a lot of them, you got to remember, officers have, you know, they're itchy because of the fact there's a lot of things that happen to cops, a lot. And uh, I am here, here, I mean, here's Richard White, who's defending police officers when I used to be the opposite. Uh, what's up? What's up? Yeah, what's up? But it's, you know, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I listen to Dr. Future all the time. Dr. Future really that we're living in a police state. That's the problem. We're not, America's not supposed to be a police state. Yeah, it's hard not to be that because in the segue to that, too, there's been some gun laws that's been passed lately. Like, for example, there's been a gun that, that they have passed a law that you can carry a weapon on the train. Yeah, you can do that in Oregon. You can carry a weapon anywhere in Oregon. Now, now, in some cases here in Georgia, it they there's some well, they they have some some places you cannot carry a weapon. Yeah, federal buildings and right. police offices. Right, and there and there are some cases which I don't see how in the world why you want to carry a weapon at. Sometimes I in the way I kind of see it, kind of way I don't see it. And, and respectfully, I do understand the... Have you ever been to Compton? <laughs> no, I haven't been to Compton. I've been, been to Compton. California. I've been to California, but I haven't been... I, I didn't go into Compton. You need I, to carry I, a gun in Compton. 
I did, this, this, this black guy, this black guy is selling crack on the street. He had such mercy on me. He goes, he says, what, the, what are you doing here, white boy? You know where you're at? <laughs> and he, he, t- he gave me some directions on how to get out of there really fast. And so, <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I, I got, and Johnny, God, God did. And Johnny, you is white. I'm telling you. Please, like I, said, I am too. Oh, he is white boy. I see me. I'm. I got the uh, the tan. Some tan. So I'm not really. If you look at me on the street corner, you don't. You can't really see. Hey, that's a white boy over there. You're like, look at that. That guy's, That's a big nose dude over there. <laughs> I heard somebody say that about me the other day. Actually, he's like that speech tan look. He goes, he goes, no, no. He goes, he goes, he goes. Look at that. You know, the guy goes, he goes. Man, that's a big nose dude over there. <laughs> no, I don't have that big of a nose, but it's just... I told Rick about when I was in Compton. I said I almost got shot. You know what Rick said? Rick said, if I saw your shiny white bald head in Compton, I'd shoot you too. <laughs> <laughs> it was up! It was up! <laughs> uh, you got the iron show here, Minister Cam. Sorry, yeah, I sure, yeah. In case you guys, in case you, if y'all just you you are listening live or by way of podcast, these are the guys from the Iron Show. What's up? What's up? back. Oh yeah, what's up? What's up? They're back. Yeah, we're back, and we're back in the flash. We're here to talk about uh, the good things, but more importantly. We are Christians, and we love we love the Lord Jesus so much that He's so worthy. Thank you, to Jesus. Him. Thank you and for your mercy. This is how we met. Even Minister Ken is a he loves the Lord, man, and uh, we're all coming together to talk about issues, which is great because this is exactly what we should be doing as Christians. You know, yeah, we yeah. love you on the Irish Show. We talk about you a lot, Minister Ken. Oh my goodness, ain't that sweet? <laughs> <laughs> it's sweeter than <laughs> You know, if you call yourself a Christian, we're supposed to love each other. I don't yeah, think that we should sweet. tell each other. Vanessa, was, uh, she's asleep, but I don't know why she's not. I don't know if she's up or not, but she, she, we talked about you two guys. Is it, uh, uh, we talked about you two guys, and like, I, we were like, those, it, I, can't, I can't, can't wait to get those two, those, those two, those two guys on here. I tell you. It's like having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I know Mr. Ken probably saying we gotta get those couple of knuckleheads on here. Yeah, we should have, we have, I had to I get I had to get these two knuckleheads on here. That's I we love to be on Nation Talk, yeah. so I have to you, you, you you guys make this program, I tell you. You, you, two, you guys make it. These, these two make this make the show uh, a lot of fun. That's that's the whole idea because you know it's the joy that we have in the Lord. Really, I mean, we we still. I mean, like I said, me and Johnny were musicians, and uh, it's naturally that you know, of course, being we played up on stages, and and yeah, we're you know we're definitely clowns, you know, <laughs> you know. So we want to appeal to a wilder crowd. Because like uh, Rick was telling me today, you know, there's a lot of wild people out there, crazy people that really need to hear about Jesus. Yes. Hold on, guys. This is Nation Talk on Talk Show. Come up to the top of the hour. And no, I am not Dick Clark.
Sunday morning at 6am Eastern Time, right here. Dad, remember when you asked me, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, shh, I want to get paid. Well, right after that, you said, there's no job called getting paid. Really? I said that? Yeah. And that's exactly what I knew. I wanted to go to college. You never know which moments will be the ones they remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven four dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. piece of music is played with only two instruments, a right hand and a left hand. Hands can do incredible things, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life with hands-only CPR. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. Hands-only CPR is recommended by the American Heart Association, and it's incredibly easy and effective. Find out more about this latest method of CPR at handsonlycpr.org. The power to help save a life is in your hands. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Donna McClendon. I've got a personal note that I'd really like to drop in your spirit today. I want you to understand the blessings of God and how they're supposed to enhance our lives. Blessings are not always financial. But the Bible says in Proverbs 10 and 22, it says, The blessings of God makes us rich and adds no sorrow. This richness that it's speaking of deals with our lives being full, our lives being complete, our joy being prevalent and noticeable, us being seen as someone who profits in God. The richness of God deals with a soul that is healed, a spirit that is in touch with Jesus. Our lives being rich is having our family home, is having our friends close, and even our enemies reconciled. The blessings of God makes us rich and will take your sorrows away. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org, and after that, I decided to invent something, too. Something called the Insta-Do. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's a summer thing, and it fits over your head, and it's Thank great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own invention, or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. This is Jam Radio This is 
Nation Talk. Welcome back. We're at the top of the hour on Nation Talk. Want to remind you that on June fifteenth, the line the line the lighthouse hour. <laughs> I can't read my own handwriting. The lighthouse hour is on Boston Praise Radio from two to three p.m. Eastern time. This is a three-week trial-run program on New England's first and only satellite and internet internet radio station, and probably the first in in the country. So if you go on Boston Praise Radio, which is www.bostonpraiseradio.com, or http www.ustream.tv. That's starting June 15th. We're going to be on uh, Boston Praise Radio as a three-run, uh, three-week run, trial run. And you can come on. And uh, Nation Talk is now on SolarHead.com. HTTP back, colon backslash backslash www.SolarHead.com backslash United dash states backslash Nation dash Talk backslash Group dash one nine eight five one backslash. So that so we are now on sodahead.com. Check us out where we got the uh, issues we talk uh issues on there. Seven two four 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 twenty four forty four, call the ID number five 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 one nine pound is the number. And we're talking with uh the guys from Ironshow.com. You know, yeah. I started the Iron Show because of Dr. Future, futurequake.com. I just I looked forward to his podcast every week, and I just came to love uh, Dr. Future. And I thought, if he can do it, I want to do it. What, what's your story? How did you get going? On, on this type of radio? Yeah. I mean, why are you, why are you here? Well, originally, I've I done radio for five years. I did original radio for five years, um, both AM and FM radio. I did a, I was on a Kaj AM, I was on a Kaj FM station, and then I was on an AM gospel station. And then, oh, right. and then I was doing both, I was like, I was almost like Tom Joyner as a, as a fly job, and just going, I was like both at the same time. So I did that for about, about five years, five or so years. And uh, I was looking for something to do with radio. So I, I got on Blog Talk Radio, enjoyed it for a while. They cut, they somehow, they, they I, don't know what, I don't know what the deal is with them. I got, I found out about Talk Shoe. I was searching around, searching around, and found Talk Shoe. Yeah, they're better. So I, I went on Talk Shoe, and I've been on it ever since. And now I'm doing 
<laughs> as Johnny, that, that other Johnny, that my regular listener, he says, I'm seems like I'm on like 24-7 now because I got like five or six programs now. Yeah. One, two, what, three, what's four, in your five, spirit? Two. What's in your spirit? What's in your mind? Why Why do you do it? I just love, I, one, I love people. Two, I love doing radio. It's in your blood. It's yeah. in your blood. Yeah. I, you know, that's that's been my dream, uh, Mr. Ken, is I, I love just to do radio. I, I would love to do it, to do commercials, you know, with it, you know, and to, to be have a talk show, you know. And I just, I, I that was, like, besides playing music and playing on stage, you know, because I play guitar, mm-hmm. and I, I, I've done that for 25 years. You know, I've, I've played around, and I have bands I always played in and stuff. But the other passion that I had, because I grew up on talk radio. Uh, my dad used to listen to talk yeah, radio constantly. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, because I used to listen to um, Dr. Laura. I used to listen to, um, oh, when, I even remember when Larry King was on radio. Yeah. Well, he you know, probably, it, this, is before he, this is before he went on CNN. Have you ever seen yeah. that Star Trek with the, with the aliens that had those huge brains? It was like the first Star Trek. <laughs> and it's Johnny for you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. The, 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 the short chubby guy, the, the short chubby one, Peter Marlon Jones, he had a radio show that my mom listened to constantly, and she bought his motorcycle because he advertised it for me. My first motorcycle came from that alien with the big brain. <laughs> oh, True story. Man. Bob Denver had one. Gilligan, and him and his wife had one. But I was, like I said, I was raised on talk radio show. As soon as uh, my dad listened, you know, limited it, but as soon as Reagan lifted the fairness doctrine, you know, and said, yeah, get rid of that. That's not, you know, that's anti-constitutional. You can't regulate free speech, except unless it's, you know, immoral or inhuman, you know. Uh Ever since then, I was like, man, I would just love to do that. I mean, I want to do what, you know, Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck and Hanley D. L. D. and Michael Savage. It's like, I'm just as nuts as they are, so I belong on radio. <laughs> no, that's right. As a matter of fact, they have, for the first time, I never heard this, and, and I want to do this well, I want to do this one day, and that's how, and, and I know these folks up in Boston, there's a church that actually owns this, a, a satellite internet radio station it is the oh, coolest, cool. it is the coolest thing ever I, I the only place I know that has it is in Boston anywhere else I don't know uh, do they have something like that in California yeah I think we got uh, yeah we got satellite radio we're talking about it's, it's satellite and internet radio um yeah I heard something like that I'm not sure yet but I will sure look you know, if we can figure out, if I can figure out how to do this for a living, you know, yeah, I would, I'd be, you know, uh, anything, man. I mean, I'm, I'm a landscaper now by trade, and then, you know, I do other things and, and try to, but, man, if I could just talk radio, go on, like, you know, a couple hours a day and talk about the issues or, or talk, you know, talk like an iron show. Or, or if the iron show went on full time, which I would think would be really cool, it would be, oh, be Donnie and Rich, you know. And we did this for a living. You know, since, like I said, Minister Ken, you know, people realize that me and Johnny have never met face-to-face. 
Really? Yeah, that's a strange fact. We've never, we've never, I, I, I see what he looks like in pictures. He sees what I look in pictures, right? But we've been doing this for a year to let everybody know that this is how God brought us together. It's that here's two complete strangers from, he's from a port town in Portland, Oregon, and here's, I'm from a port town in San Diego, and we just met online, and uh, we actually liked each other. We just started debating, and then we called each other up and said, hey, you want to join my show? And that's how the Iron Show got started. And still to this day, Mr. Ken, we haven't, uh, we haven't met yet. We haven't met personally yet. We have, I don't even know how tall he is compared to me. I haven't sized him up yet, you know, to see if I can kick his butt. <laughs> I was going to fly down there a couple weeks ago, Mr. Cam, but I was afraid Rick wouldn't like me. Oh, my. I don't care. I don't care what he looks like, you know. If I, I, I want the first thing to probably come out of my house and say, man, you are white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Nothing I can do about it. Oh, uh, just kidding. I don't know. I haven't seen him, so I'm, I'm making fun of. I make fun of this guy, but I really don't know how he carries himself. I, I don't haven't seen, you know, how his, you know, if he has any nervous tics or, you know. <laughs> yeah, we we got in a we got in a fight one time because I felt so close to Rick. I gave him relationship advice, and I was kind of hard oh, on him. My you know, like a real best friend would do. Oh, and uh, that's, it's just strange. I just love Rick. You know, he's like one of my best friends. So, oh, yeah, I was, I was out of line. You know, I finally realized, you know, I don't really know this guy. <laughs> How do you know if, you have, if I have a big, big, like, mole on my face? You didn't even know that. I, what if he has a big, like, a staring mole? Like, you know, if he's missing a couple fingers, you know, like, I come up to him like, oh, he's got a couple missing fingers in. You just can't go up to the guy and say, hey, give me three, you know? <laughs> Hey, you got five? No, I got three. Okay. I got three. Oh, give me three then. <laughs> when me and Rick get an argument, I always say, you know, I got enough money to get down there within 12 hours and slap you silly. And then come back up. Yeah, so you better watch it. I told him, I said, I'll be waiting at the airport. <laughs> That's gonna be the fastest. Yeah, Rick's bigger than me. He could probably kick me. He could probably beat me down. Uh, I am a longshoreman, though. You know, we're we're kind of dangerous. I don't know if you know about longshoremen. Yeah, yeah, longshoremen. Yeah, because I I know about longshoremen. Yeah, because well, I I know about longshoremen because they 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 big rugged guys. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah, and they're they're kind of they're kind of. Uh, well, I better not say. You know, if I if I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> I say no more. <laughs> but, okay, uh, we, we got the Iron Show going, and and yeah, we don't even know each other, but you know, you know the internet, you know. Um, you talk to people that you don't know, and, and, you know, even you, Minister Ken, I feel kind of close to you even. Oh, so it's technology, really, you know? Yeah, this is so, this is the coolest day. I, I, just, I just, one day, I just wanted, I, I actually wanted to satellite internet radio. I mean, I'm, I'm just itching to do what this. What about shortwave? What about shortwave? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with shortwave. Uh it's, it's it's cheap and you can get on you actually get on the air you know 
but see, but what, the one, the cool thing about this satellite internet radio is it's not it's not all it's not even regulated by the FCC. It will be. They're gonna try. They, I know they're gonna they are gonna try because they're trying to do that to the internet, and that's uh, the same thing. And we got to put a stop to all of that, and you know, and say, you know what, you you and your other nations, you can regulate how you want, but this, you know, Jack, the, the most, you know. The, as as in, what is it? Uh, what's his name? Douglas says is that the Constitution is the you know is the limitless Constitution, except for you know moral issues. But you know, come on, you know you can do that in your own, but don't regulate anything. You can't regulate speech. You know, yeah, who big the hell government. Yeah, big government. We can't have that. We, who the heck do they think they are? They can regulate speech, you know, and say that you know you can't. You can't regulate speech. You just, you know, people are free to express, no matter how disgusting they are. Sometimes, right. you know. Um, and will the Antichrist shows up? You're not going to like him at all. Yeah, no. We, we me and him, going to be, me and him, going, going to be hitting, going to be button heads for, for, for sure. I know that. Want to say hello to USA vacant land. Hello there. <laughs> hello there. Hey, what's up? These are guys from the from the Iron Show, <laughs> and you can you invited to call in, of, of course. And he's a house guy. Yeah, you invited to call in seven two four 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 seventy four forty four five 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 one nine pound ears your number five 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 one nine. Yep. What's your number? That now, did you hear about this story? There was a mix-up at all of at all places at Arlington National Cemetery. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We yeah. yeah. did a show that. about that. The the Baptist. Uh, oh, what's the name of the, what's the name, Rick? What? That Baptist church that the God hates fags. No, 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 no. He's talking about the misplacement of or piling bodies on top of bodies in Arlington National Cemetery. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is different. Uh, I, 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 I want to talk you, about those guys later, though. Yeah. Explain more, Minister Ken. Kind of bring it out a little bit more. So yeah, I'm sorry, can... Minister Ken. I jumped on you. Well, no problem. We can still talk about that too because because I had a guy who who didn't like blacks, you know, who didn't like, who didn't look like me anyway on the show, so uh, <laughs> I, I I know how to deal with those people, but we'll, we'll talk about that hopefully before the, before the show ends. But yeah, I want the And hundreds of remains may have been misidentified or misplaced over, let's see, that they report that 300,000 people buried there with military honors. There are 300,000 people there. They had like 30 funerals conducted almost almost every day. And they have been, people have been misplaced. Now, they do have a phone number, a helpline, and family members with questions are urged to call the cemetery at 703-607-8000. That's 703-607-8000. If they have questions about their loved ones at Arlington National Cemetery, it has been it is messed up over there. Now, that's one place I never thought would be messed up. It's Arlington National Cemetery. 
they what they, happened? they they have they've been misidentifying um remains and the wrong graves. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and it it's it's um it it's and this is at one of the most this is one of the most this is one of the places that you would never thought that would be such a big mix up on because Arlington National Cemetery is is it's very secret place where we bury our 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 men and women. The fallen. Yeah, the our, fallen. Our, fallen, our fallen men and women there uh and very tragic um of what happened. Um you have thirty thousand and I'm just wondering, out of 300,000 people buried there, I wonder how many mistakes they made, how many mis, misplaced persons are there. Well, if it was 1%, that would still be a huge number, well, wouldn't it? First of all, how does this stuff happen, unless there's laziness or just personal, you know, <clears throat> just neglect? I mean, first of all, how does this stuff happen? Well, believe it or not, it started, believe it or not, it happened at the top, <laughs> at, the, at the top. Some, the folks who, who are supposed to be caretakers, who are supposed to be who above, who, I'm not talking about the Secretary of the Army. I'm talking about yeah. those who, who take care of, who, of this problem, who, to, to, who does this. As a matter of fact, they've been fired already. They they have been they have been they is the out of there. So the, the secretary the secretary of the army has apologized, and he's deeply he deep, uh, he says a quote I deeply apologize to the families of the fallen of the honor fallen resting in that hollow ground who may now question the care afforded. To their loved ones. That, that's that's a direct quote from Army Secretary John McHugh. This is like uh, last uh, this past Thursday. This this was this past Thursday, and he made this quote, and it it it, it, is, it is so strange in a place like Arlington National Cemetery have a mix up like that. Yeah, it, it is it's amazing. I mean, I I just. I don't even know what to think about that. It's just like the incompetence of it all is just overwhelming, isn't it? It is. I mean, of all places, now I can understand at a church cemetery, where you know, where you go, you know, where you bury someone back, in, you know, in, in the church cemetery. I can understand that. You might, you get, you'll get misplaced, or you, you'll miss put someone else on on top of a, a grave, put their body on top of another body. I can understand that, but as big as Arlington National Cemetery is, I just don't see it. I just don't see how this can happen. I mean, Arlington is a very big place. I've actually, I drove by Arlington National Cemetery some years ago while I was visiting, while, while, while visiting Washington. I just rode through there. I mean, I rode past it. And you can see all the rows of graves and things like that on there, and of course it's an emotional feeling, huh? Yeah, it's it's very it's 
it's, it's a very emotional. It's very, it's a very emotional place. It's um, it from from where I have not actually. I always want to go there to visit, and I always want to go there to visit, especially with um, JFK and Robert Kennedy, and now the the fight, and, and now the um, the first lady Jackie Jacqueline Kennedy, who's who's now laid the rest there as well. Um, I he was a good president. He was the only good president we ever had. Yeah, no, Reagan. I like Reagan. Ah. Uh, he was okay. Uh, he was a great Reagan communicator. Was, Reagan was one of the best presidents we had outside of all of them. He was a great I, communicator. I, I, I believe he believed in president. aliens. I'll give him that. He believed in aliens. Yeah. You can't make fun of Reagan. If you would like, but, listen to his speeches and what he did in action, it's a lot different story. Yeah. Reagan. But, Reagan. Reagan had it together. He did. But Kennedy, Kennedy fought the Federal Reserve. That's why they killed him. You know, he wanted them, uh, the government to print their own money and forget the Federal Reserve. And man, he was a, he could have done so much for this country. Yeah, he could. Yeah, the, 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 yeah the, he was a conservative. Yeah, but the, the, but I always wanted to go there. I always wanted to go to this to this place to visit. You know, to visit there and look at the different graves and things like that and you know the different soldiers that was that was laid there and I, I heard so much about it and especially the one place I always want to see is the tomb of the unknown soldier yeah I want to see that especially the change of the guard that is something to see I've never seen it I heard about it I've seen it on TV when they change it but I always want to see it in person because it is, it's a, it is something to see they stay. They stand there, twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five, rain or shine or, or snow. They're there, right there, guarding, guarding. I mean, it's sacred. It's sacred to it's, us Americans. It is very. It is a very sacred land. And being this being a sacred land, why in the world is this such a mix-up? So you wait a minute, Mister Kent. Wait a minute. You, you, your point of view is really encouraging to me. Um, so you really think that America is a good thing, and maybe even a Christian nation? It 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 it, it should be a Christian nation, but we got some heathens in a Christian nation. So to, to, to be honest with you, we got. Yeah. But uh, but. Well, we got a church. We got a church on every corner. You know yeah. What? Yeah, we got I a mean, church on every corner. But, but what kind you can't of tell me is? we're not a Christian nation. Look at all the churches. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but, but, but what kind of but but what kind of church are they? Are a church? Yeah, most of them are like you know community churches, uh, Baptist churches. I don't know. I think most of them are pretty good. Yeah. But I, you know. But the, it's that's that's one that's. that's I, I, I saw this. I, I saw that on TV. I'm going, whoa! This has been. This is really. Uh, this is really weird. And the thing that you were talking about before about the what did you say about the the guy who he, he didn't like. Um, what was the what you talking about? Oh, the West the Westboro Baptist Church, and I've got their web page uh, right in front of me, and it is for anybody who wants to go. GodHatesFags.com. This is a church. They call them their Baptist church. They're outrageous, you know. Uh, uh, God, uh, God hates the USA. 
It's got pictures of him standing with picket signs. God hates the USA. You're going to hell. God hates fags. And they go and they demonstrate. And what they did was they demonstrated at a uh, military funeral. They came with their picket signs, with their God hates the USA, and were yelling at a military funeral. That's success, Americans. Gosh. Plus, they, they, won their lawsuit, they won their lawsuit against the families of the military. They were doing an Arlington National Cemetery. And, and yeah. put down the soldiers. Remember, they put down the soldiers that they grabbed their, their, their sons were dead, God, blah, blah, all this stuff. And I just kind of went, oh, yeah, they're a cult. What, what, <laughs> they, what they've done, this is what happens, Minister Ken. When you draw your doctrine from the Old Testament, you have all kinds of problems. That's where, the, that's, where, that's where it starts. Our doctrine has to be derived from Jesus, from the New Testament. You've got to be careful now, Johnny, when you say that. It's well, you know that what I mean. Drive, it, they don't, it's not that they drive it because Jesus drove his doctrine from the Old Testament. Uh, how many adulter, adulterers have you stoned lately, Rick? No, think about it. Think about it. Jesus. You know how many? Not, how many adulterers no, have you? Jesus stoned? did not take one shot of like that. So you can't. You can't argue that Jesus did not take his doctrine from the Old Testament. It's what these people did. Is he had? You didn't life. answer my question. You did not answer my question. How right. many adulterers have you stoned? Have I stoned? Year? Yeah. That has, what does that have to do with uh, Jesus' that's, doctrine? That's Old Testament doctrine. No, it's not that's Old what Testament I'm talking doctrine. About. That was Old Testament. That was Old Testament law. That was a that was a setup that was commanded by the Israelites to do that. And we're not under the law. Right? That's my point. That's my point. That was an old. We're, that was the Mosaic. That, that, that was the, the Mosaic law. That was the, the Mosaic law at the, the time. The law is not the doctor. The law is not the doctor. That's what I'm trying to say. Then you say they're taking the law to to the extreme, just like the Israelites. Yeah, they're they're using Old Testament law. And promoting yeah. it, you know, Christians are not to promote the law. The law That's is what first. you got to be. You got to remember to be specific when you say it's not it's the doctrine. No, 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 no. You get, there's a difference. You got to understand. There's a difference between the law and the doctrine. Anyway, do you guys know what I'm talking about, though, Minister Ken? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you understand? I kind of understand what you're saying. Um, that some of the stuff has been adopted from the old. From the old, there have been a lot of things. Some things been still from the Old Testament, and some of the things. But 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 we should. But but okay, I do. I say it like this: Jesus kind of got it. Jesus didn't go with the with the old law. He, I can't. I, I I don't know if you could say he kind of kind of. Um, he didn't completely. I don't think he completely threw the old law out. <laughs> Not completely threw it out. Or just or completely disregard it. He made but, it worse. He made it worse. He said he if, made, you, if you're angry with somebody, you've already killed them in your heart. If you lust after a woman, you've already committed adultery in your heart. He made it impossible for us to follow the law. All what, we can do is follow him. What Minister Kenny is probably trying to say is that he didn't. He he attacked the 618 laws that the, that Judaism drew up. Well. Well, I, he didn't. I see how I can say this. Okay, Jesus being okay when, when he was on earth, he was he was Jewish anyway. Okay, he was he was born up in the Jewish 
he was brought up Jewish anyway. And this goes back to as far as, you know, David and, you know, he's, you know, go back to as far as David. Now, when he came, now, when he came here on earth, he didn't, he, he gave us a new perspective. I guess you could say a new, a, a new perspective. A new covenant. It's that yeah. we're under a new covenant. A new covenant on, on things, on the different things. Now, he did go, now, when he went, now, when he go in the temple, when he went into the temple, he did a few things that, from the old, the way they used to do it, right, where they still do it in, in the Jewish tradition, when he goes in the temple, he covers his, when he reads the scripture, he covers his head, and he reads the scripture, he said, he, he done, he done, he done that, that, you know, he, um, he honored the um the last supper when he did the last supper he had the um Passover. The the Passover, which is the Passover of the which is the Passover of the of the um Yeah. That's that's that kind of Passover, but but um, He did he did the actual Passover that they do he did the pass they had the Passover Seder. He yeah, was doing he was doing the ceremonial law. Right, he was doing he was doing that he was doing that. It was but, part of his. It was part of him fulfilling the law. Right, but he was, he was just actually fulfill, like right. He was fulfilling he was fulfilling the law. Um, the law that is written in scripture. Right, and it, now everything that was dealt with him was being was being fulfilled as time went on. As while he was everything was being fulfilled. At, at during that time, even before he was born, things were being fulfilled. The prophecy was being fulfilled. You know everything like that. So it's he didn't he 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 gave us a new commandment to love. He, I, I know he he gave us a new commandment to, to that we should love one another. <laughs> That's one of the new laws he gave because he said, "I give you a new law. I, I give you a new commandment." That we should love one another, and he he didn't he didn't throw out the old law. He just added another. He just added. He, he didn't throw out the old commandments. He he added a commandment. He added one other commandment to it, to to that, which was given to him. So but actually, we can't say he really added a new commandment. He just explained what the whole Ten Commandments was. Right. Right. So, to love him, God with all your heart, all your soul, all your soul, mind, all your strength. And right, love your neighbor right. as you love yourself. That's yourself. the law of love. Yeah. You know, read, read, judge, read Judges. We can't follow the law. I mean, look at Israel. I mean, we can't do it. It's impossible. We can't do it. All we can do is try, and we're not supposed to try. We're just supposed to get close to Jesus. Right. That's, that's basically what we're supposed to do. And as far as the... the, the, the as far as... Especially now in the 21st century, it's it's, it's tough to do. It, it's it's really tough. It, it's, it's the tough. commercial the stuff that's thrown in your face, all those sex commercials, and, oh, it's a struggle. You know. Yeah, yeah. It 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 gets that way. It's especially, we could talk about that too when we come back. How to keep yourself. Even 
even with all the stuff going on in your face, or the, especially with all this in-your-face stuff. And believe me, being married is even it's, it's even tougher when you're even married. I tell it's you tough. now. It is. I know. It, it is. I don't. <laughs> Hold on, guys. This is Nation Talk. Supreme Court, 
Like most universities, the University of California Hastings College of Law recognizes certain student organizations, including, until recently, the Christian Legal Society. The presenting issue is homosexuality, arising from the assertion by CLS leaders of the National Policies Organization, which states that, quote, unrepentant participation in and advocacy of a sexually immoral lifestyle is inconsistent with an affirmation of the statement of faith, end quote. Back in December, the Supreme Court agreed to take the case after the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against the legal society. Obviously, much is writing on this case. All eyes will be on the U.S. Supreme Court as the Christian Legal Society's appeal is heard. I'm Albert Bowman. This townhall.com commentary is brought to you by the Salem Radio Network. Talk good evening, and we're here with the guys from ironshow.com. Radio, 
movies. It's right. It's like it's like right in your face. It's like here. Take it. Try it. You can really see the devil at work, can't you? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's in your face, and it's it's, it's it got it got to a point. It's got to be really really ridiculous, especially now. It 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 it's it's, it's the Song Gamora thing is really coming out again. Well, yeah, it comes. Like I said, it has its seasonal moments, you know, and throughout you know throughout history, it always had a seasonal moment. Of course, it's really bad, you know. You know, some people say this is the times of Noah, and I, I could say I almost agree. You know, this is definitely uh, this is definitely because look what's happening now. We got we got marriage, we got um, people going, we got so many divorce court cases. This it, is ridiculous. And the Christians are cool. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. The Christians are going to end with the world. Half of them get divorced. divorced. You got oh, like advertisements. Divorce. Yeah. Divorce. Yeah. Cheap, you know, dot com or whatever. Yeah, sixty-eight dollars. Yeah. And then you go to in the um um cheaters. They go. They'll be watching cheaters. or go to cheaters. dot com, and you find all the cheaters. Oh yeah. Go to Vanessa. I watch the Maury Show, right? Which is why. Oh no, no, the Maury Show. We watch the Maury Show. We we. We watch the Maury show, especially with especially with the fraternities to the especially with the fraternities and the cheaters. Those I was I, I watched the Maury, I, I gotta tell you this. I watched the Maury show with my pastor uh, about ten years ago and uh, they had a bunch of guys on there who were in love with their mothers. Oh my goodness. And I turned to my I turned to my pastor and I said there's a word for that, and my pastor says, "Don't say it." <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah, I go too far. Yeah, the Iron Show. You know, some of it is Johnny going too far and Rick kind of pulling him back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm reeling in the line, uh, Johnny. I mean, there are some. Things, I mean, this stuff that goes on now is ridiculous. It is so. Oh, sorry. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come back. I could Come back. Just, I, okay, kid, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, all this stuff is so ridiculous until it's, until it's ridiculous, and. You look at now, we are different in, in, in those times of Noah. we kind of like in the Noah time, days of Noah now, because uh, we, 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 um, we got bad marriages going under, especially Christian marriages. We got, um, you got, you got guys who, who, who have three baby mamas and five kids, and, uh, what else, um, yeah, living on welfare. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, Ken, I'm one of those guys that had a, a child, you know, unmarried you know, in the world with a woman that has, she's had a, every, I guess, guy that she dated, she had a kid with. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, I didn't know, you know, when I was in my rock and roll world, now I have a kid that I can't, that the California state won't let me have when I stepped forward and, you know, tried to get him when I didn't know I had a kid until... 
I found out when he she lost him. <laughs> you know, yeah, and my the kid son. has two lesbian parents now. Oh, and Rick has yeah. just got to get him back, but he can't. Oh, that's the worst. That, that's the worst case scenario. Two yeah, lesbians. I, I got it. It was because of me, <laughs> but you know, two but lesbian or two gay that. parents. Yeah, yeah, that can't be a good influence. I'm sorry, but it. It just can't be a good influence. It it's isn't not. a good influence. It, it, it's and not. It, it's 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 um it's um it's sick. It's. I wholeheartedly agree how sick it is. It's it, really it's, sick. It's 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 absolutely sick. It's it's like ugh. It, it's 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 ugh. It's My dad was a school teacher. My dad was a school teacher for years and years, and. Uh, they wanted to, they were they were bringing in the gay you know the gay promotion in the schools and they wanted all the old guys the old school guys to leave so they gave my dad this huge retirement you know and offered to instantly retire him you know an offer he couldn't refuse i think that's terrible i don't know they wanted to get teachers in there who would who would teach alternative lifestyles it's it's devastating when you got to hear from my 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 in, my situation, for instance, how the justice system, California justice system, is on top of that. That our famous banana republic here sides. <laughs> like when I, I stepped forward, you know, in court to take on my responsibility. Nobody else is not the state. Nobody. I said, oh, I have a I have a child with this woman right here. When I took the test and found out it was my child. Here's a Mori thing for you. And I stepped forward and said, hey. That's my responsibility. I said that right, right in front of the whole court. That is my son. He's proven my son. I want my son now. That's my responsibility. Nobody else's. And I, I stepped forward doing nothing wrong. That means the California court took away my rights. And then now I got lawyers that won't even touch it. Because they want to be politically correct. Can you imagine taking a kid away from a lesbian couple in California? I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. You know? Is yeah, it that I'm proposition, a, or is it that proposition, proposition thing they got out there in California? Yeah, they, it lost. That that was good. It, it lost. It, it, it lost, lost like a wide margin. What? What? You mean the the marriage? No, the the proposition. Um, what's that proposition thing they got now? Um, the proposition, proposition thirteen or something like that there or something. They no, we, the, we won. They won. They won. Yeah. It, what was that's that's the one with the marriage with the gay marriage? Oh thing. no 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 no! That's proposition. I think it was uh, proposition eight. Yeah, we won on that. Proposition thirteen is property rights. Okay. Proposition, yeah. Okay. Proposition, proposition eight. eight. Yeah, we won. We we got we won by a wide margin. So 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 so, so as far as gay marriages, there's no gay marriages in California. No, not at all. No, not in Oregon either. Now, uh, most of the country doesn't want that. They think it's ridiculous. It's just like, come on, you you already got all your rights that you need. I mean, we passed the domestic par- partnership, uh, whatever, uh, benefits, whatever, so they can get, you know, the same benefits as a married couple. But they wouldn't, you know, they, wa- they wanted to push a step further. And the people are like, okay, you know, we gave you everything you want. Now you, now you want to be married? And, you know, it, some people look dollar signs because, man, look at the divorce rate that's going to happen out of that, you know. There's going to be a big chunk of money out of that for lawyers. So, no, it's just ridiculous. And But these two people... Let me just say something really important really quick. Um, 
on the Iron Show, I want everybody to know that we're not haters. We don't hate gay people or lesbians. Um, we want to tell you that Jesus loves you. He really loves you, and he wants you to follow him. And we're all called to give up our, our sinful lifestyle. Whatever yeah. your sinful lifestyle is, you know, and you go, well, I don't think this is a sin. Well, you know, I don't think playing rock and roll and, you know, uh, cocaine and Mexican girls was wrong at one time. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Donnie. You know, gay people are sinners. They're sinners. Right. Just like us, but they don't have Jesus. It is yeah, a so. sin. It's not, it is a lifestyle, it's a sinful, let's just put it this way, it's a, it's a sinful lifestyle, and it, it stinks. Yeah, we think it, it stinks, but, you know, the wages of we sin, don't hate gay people, we don't hate the wages. Remember, the wages of sin is death, and this is why, we, this is why we have the dying system. What it is, is why we're going to die. We are born to die because of sin, and... When you're enslaved to sin without being, you know, released by only Christ, because Christ is the only one that can release your sin, you know, they say that your life will become short. Like when, you, for instance, let's take, the, for instance, the parents. If you don't, like it says, if you will honor your parents, you will live, live a long life. You know, that's one of the commandments, to honor, the, you know, honor thy father and thy mother. Of well, course. You read inside, God shows you the other thing, you know, he, he gave you that tenth commandment. But it says in Proverbs that, you know, you honor your, your, your parents, basically, you will live longer. He will bless you longer because you're being obedient to God by obeying your parents. Now, uh, that's just an example to use. Like, you know, and like I say, and they're not practicing that even in society. Like, they don't even have, uh, you know, like I said, my situation is why I'm talking about it is because it's very serious. I don't have any rights in California to be, to be the father of my child that I didn't, I, I did nothing wrong for him to be taken away. Now it's been, uh, it's been now about six or seven years, and I went to a couple of lawyers to ask, uh, you know, try to get help. They're like, well, where have you been? I said, I've been trying to find him. I just don't have the money like you, so that you know, these uh, two people have because they're well off and I'm not. They have the money to fight. I, you know, I try to get help from the state, and you know, it, the lawyers it, it, know. The lawyers know they're going to lose. Yeah. It's not politically correct to do and so to take a kid I, away from a lesbian yeah. couple. And I'm even with prepaid legal, uh, which is I, I got them to help me try to fight this case and uh, prepaid legal. And they, I have those lawyers, a couple of their lawyers that say, well, you know, if you haven't been there, you, you know, like you don't care. I go, well, you know what? I've been filing paperwork and it seems to be disappearing. You know, they adopted the yeah. kid. I didn't sign those papers, gave them permission to adopt. They adopted the kid anyway. And I was like, well, wait a minute, I didn't neglect him. I went and filled out the forms, you know, and sent them back in, and he still got adopted when I said no. So it shows you that I don't have any rights. I don't have any rights when it comes to my child that I stepped forward that he didn't get taken from me. He got taken from his mother somewhere else. I didn't know I was his father until, you know, I got, you know, the knock on the door. Hey, you know, you got a child? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I got What? Yeah, yeah, you, you got a father. Yeah, and, and, and they go, can you take a DNA test? Because I know that, you know, she was a hoochie mama. I mean, she, you know, she was just that, she was a party girl. She liked, you know, the bands and she all like that. And that's just the way it was. And, you know, that was because of my sin, yes. I admit that, you know, but my son was meant to be, you know, and I want to make sure that he knows that. And, 
you know, if he's ever going to listen to this, he knows that no matter how God put this together, he was born for that a reason. And it's a good reason, hopefully, that by now that he's eight years old. Yeah, about eight years old. Yeah, he should be eight years old. And uh, hopefully he's going, where's my dad at? And he's going to, it's going to crush him to find out that what they did to push me away. And I don't know what they've told him. He's gonna, when he finds out the truth, he's going to be pretty pissed off, I think, you know? Yeah. yeah. I just wonder, what is, is God really is God going to keep blessing us? Because, I mean, we're really headed down a sinful path in America. You know, when you're sanctioning an abomination, I mean, what? Is that going to, is God going to turn his back on us? As far as the nation goes. As far as the nation goes. I got a feeling he may. I got he already, he already has right now. The current administrations that we've had since the 70s, uh, besides Reagan, uh, he's, you know, which that was the influx of the economy. Uh, once the other Bush got in there, that's when the, that's just, uh, the slope just got bigger and bigger. And now we're right in the middle of it. You know, we're in the middle because of our sin as a nation. I, I have my blog as a AmericanMoralLiberty.blogspot.com. Everybody wants to hear that. It's called American Moral Liberty. All you have to do is type that out. And it's American Moral Liberty. It's Onion, I call it, instead of Union. I call it Onion just to be a joke. But it's a real serious paper. And uh, uh, I have a thing. It's, it's Proverbs that says, you know, uh, uh, righteousness exalts the nation, but sin is approached to any people. And, we uh, have lost our way. We have lost our way. But... But we do have an uprising of the Tea Party movements, the ones that I've been involved in. Believe it or not, these are mostly God-fearing people. Uh, most of them. There's a few whacks in there, but... Yeah. <laughs> we kicked, yeah. So there is. I've kicked out a couple guys that had a Nazi symbol, and, and I, I told them how dare him try to, you know, compare Obama to Hitler. And, uh, I, I, you know... There's, I, a I, black, you know there's a lot of black people in the Tea Party. Oh, there's yeah. There's a lot of black people. Oh, my people. gosh. I... I, I yeah, you know, I learned a whole bunch. You know, did you know, uh, Mr. Minister Ken, in 1789, did you know that the first speaker of the House was black? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, they had a, as a matter of fact, they had somebody from South Carolina. If I'm not mistaken, he was black. Um, Benjamin was, Rush. Was I black. Th- I, I think he was from South Carolina, and he was black. Um, he, he was, I think he was like a, a speaker of the house, or either he was a congressman, or like one of the first congressmen, or something like, something like that. I, I can't remember, I, I can't remember my, my history right now because I, I, I heard about that. I, I heard about that. There's a big, there's a big, huge. There was a whole. Uh, believe me, there were all the ones that because Sammy Adams, they were, uh, you know, uh, they wanted to abolish it. They were against it, like Benjamin Franklin hated slavery. And uh, the abolitionists. And so uh, they bought, like Sammy Adams, I think, and, and even Jefferson did it, uh, bought, you know, bought slaves but set them free. And uh, uh, George Washington said only one requirement. You know what? you got to fight like the rest of us. <laughs> he says, you'll be free, but fight like the rest of us in this revolution, you know. And you're already free, but, you can you know, we want to help us. And he's like, oh, yeah, definitely, you know. Let's go kick some butt, you know. Uh, i, I got something to butt. say about slavery really quick. You got to understand. I think Johnny. people need to understand. No, listen, just really quick. I think people need to understand that um, we've all all races have been slaves at one time. My race has been slaves 
Israel was slaves for 400 years. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, one thing it missed, Ken, it bothers me that I did not learn this. I didn't learn this in, in school, you know. Uh, they were teaching it all through the 50s, even before that, in certain schools they were teaching it. But they left one big, huge, major part out of, you know, uh, they, here was another group that were forefathers that we, they, they were our founding fathers, right? Benjamin Rush was a founding father. Uh, James Armistead, who rode with Paul Revere, who they, they put Paul Revere in, but they left this other guy who was just as important, who said the British were coming, and this guy was, he was a black guy. Yeah, that's um, just a crime. Know, that's was, a crime. That's I'm terrible. thinking about it. Do you know how, I mean, Glenn Beck had it on Friday, and he had a, a guy that, uh, he had David Barton on there who wrote the, uh, the book called America in Black and White. And that's to show you the other, you know, uh, in black and white, all the founders. And he wrote who were in, intermixed with Benjamin Franklin, and they were all friends, sitting at the same tables, discussing the same things at the Constitutional Cong- uh, uh, Congress, the first one, uh, who, who was all there. He has all the list of who was all there to show that, that they, le- they left us out in our educational system on purpose. And Martin Luther King understood this, knew about this. You know, oh, yeah. and it was... That was one of his motivations, but they didn't teach us that. I mean, they didn't. If I would have known this, you know, if we would teach the society, you know, this, then people we can come back to thinking that everybody's human again and not just uh, black or white or you know whatever, you know, and, and start, you know, that we're all Americans. We came to this country to be called Americans because we didn't want to see that many of us colorblind, you know. That oh yeah, we're all human beings. Oh yeah, this guy over here is. Uh, He's a black guy over here. Oh, this guy over here, he looks a little bit yellow. He's part of the same, you know, we thought like this. This is what most of our founders thought like, you know. So I was like, I was really mad about that, that somebody left that that part out. And I, I blame it on Woodrow Wilson, but that's just me because he left <laughs> all that stuff out. He, so uh, I'm, I'm, totally color, I'm totally colorblind. What about you, Mr. Minister Kent? Are oh, you I'm colorblind? Different. I'm definitely colorblind. I'm so colorblind that they charge me that Stevie Wonder can see it. <laughs> but I, I, I never was raised with that. I, I, I'm a mix of uh, four different races, all right, if you want to call it race, which I don't. Yeah, me four too. different mixes. So I, if you ask me, well, what do you stand for? I'll say, uh, I don't know, but, you know, <laughs> I, I have four of you in there. I'm an American. I don't sign the things anymore that, you know, when it, they say, oh, what's your, what's your race? You know, when you I hate sign that. It, I don't I sign that. it. I put other. I put human. With me, it's, it's, it's black, Indian, the black, Native American, and it's one other. I, it's in one other. I can't remember what it is, but I, I know it's part of, I know I'm, Part Native American. I, I know I'm oh. like. Wow, yeah. we're all mongrels in America, aren't we? We're all mixed in America, yeah. pretty much. It's a melting pot. So, yeah, so how can we? Yeah. How can we say anything? That's crazy. And that's why they keep dropping that race card. And I'm so sick of it now. I, I'm Ew. done. I'm done. Yeah, I know. I'm done with it. It's like whoever keeps doing it. It's like we can't shut them up because the First Amendment supposed, you know, protects them. But I'd like to come out and say, okay, you want to talk about this? Let's get in debate about reality. I mean, they just don't want to debate, these people who are like that. Like the Westboro Church, whatever, Westboro Baptist Church. 
They're the same way. They want to say that they're the, they're the ones that have the exact doctrine, and everybody else is like, you know, whatever. You know, they're, they're, they're wrong. They're going to hell. Even these Christians over here, if you don't agree with us, you know, and I don't even know that much about them, but, you know, if you call your uh, website godhatesfags.com, you guys have nothing to do with that. You have nothing to do with Christianity. I mean, no. It, yeah, because it's the same thing with the, it's the same thing with the guy that I interviewed for, for about for months back. You remember the one I told you about with the alien nation quote unquote pastor? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Woo! He was a doozy. He was a doozy. Yeah. Well, these people don't know. They, they don't know anything. All they all they are is opinionated. They're not really truly informed. So yeah. I tell these people. I tell all these, these people that are like this, try being informed instead of just opinionated. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and stop, stop. you know, you know what? I said, you just say, look, hey, you're all part of the same mold, my brother. We're all part of the same 17 elements of clay. So that brother over there and that white guy over there and that uh, Mexican over here and that Chinese person over there, you're part of that same clay and the same mold, you know? And, uh, I, I hear the music. I hear the music playing, and I guess it's time to go. But I want to come back. We definitely gonna keep. We definitely gonna have you back next week. In case anybody wants to listen, we're gonna talk about interracial interracial marriage, right or wrong. This ought to be a good one. I'm, yeah. I'm curious. I'm wondering what what people are gonna say about this one. It's going to be a good one. I also want to remind everyone that the Lighthouse Hour is going to, is going to air on Boston Praise Radio from 2 to 3 Eastern Time starting June the 15th. This is, this is just a three-week run, trial run, on New England's first and probably only Internet radio, Internet, Internet satellite and Internet radio station and probably the first in, in the country. You can go to bostonpraiseradio.com, and they're also on Ustream, on Ustream.tv. That's, um, that's coming up this week. And you can sign up and join in, continue the conversation on Nation Talk on sodahead.com, www.sodahead.com backslash united dash states united dash states backslash nation dot talk nation slash talk backslash group dash one nine eight five one backslash that's sodahead.com or just go to sodahead.com and just write in in the search nation talk and we'll, it's listed in there. You can sign up and you can talk about the issues that, um, you can talk about the issues that, we, that we're talking about and, some, and make suggestions on, on topics. You can even email me at com. You can even catch me on Twitter, twitter.com backslash Jenkins and Facebook dot com backslash Kenneth Reginald Jenkins. So either way you any way you can they can they can get me through any of those entities. With that said and done we're 
definitely gonna, we definitely gonna get you back. Hopefully, this sometime during the summer, the remaining of the summer. Guys, thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, it's thanks been for having us. And thanks for helping us. Thanks for uh, helping yeah, us. Yeah, we we love you, Mister Ken. Thanks for yeah, helping too. us. All right, you guys, hang loose and keep your eye on the email because I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting you guys on again. Looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely so. All righty. All right, and 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 one more thing. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> The views and opinions of this program are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe, Jam Radio, and its sponsors. Nation Talk is a public affairs program brought to you by TalkShoe and Jam Radio in the studios of Savannah, Georgia. I'm Mr. uh, Mr. Kenneth Jenkins. It's been a wonderful evening. Thank you for listening until you sure listen to me tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. for Morning Inspirations here on Talk Shoe and Jam Radio. Until next time, thank, thank you all for listening to the Best of Nation Talk. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.